Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. So there's a there's a distinct possibility that next week we'll have like nine bodies in here. So it's going to be uh, welcome everybody. Snark Monkey has begun on time, whether we like it or not. Awesome. No, the, the, don't look panicked, people. It's, I'm it, not panicked. I <laughs> thought I was just saying you should be recording this whole time. Maybe oh, I you have were. Been, been, ah, <laughs> I'm scared shitless. Actually, <laughs> wow. I have nothing to talk about. Or? No, no, we got plenty to talk about. There's, it's a, it's a sparser group this week. Of course, obviously, people had such a terrible time in week one that nobody we wanted to come back. We scared them all away. That's right. Uh, With our brilliance. Indeed. That's what it was. But, it was uh, Halloween. It was supposed to be spooktacular. Yeah, that's right. Uh, but like I say, next week, uh, it may be way too many people. It'll be like 104 in here. So, Like Great. a barrel of snark monkeys, huh? Like a Turkish bathhouse of monkeys. <laughs> I like her idea better. <laughs> It'll be like a sardine can full of monkeys. Yay. Uh, ew. How oily. Know. And Notice smelly. I go for the spa, and the two of you go for some kind of smelly, disgusting imagery. <laughs> that's that's comedy, lady. Hey. All right, so let's get started, and uh, we'll go around the horn, which won't take long at all. We're This is uh, the group cast number two. Uh, we got the uh, lovely and talented uh, actress, voice person, uh, casting person. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Typical L.A. cliche, as we all are. Uh, the great Gab Thomas is here. Hello. Yay, me. Uh, the talented uh, musical extraordinary uh, maestro of uh, Hilara Lyricist. Hilara Lyricist. I just came up with that just now. Trademark that instantly. Yeah, you should. You should grab that immediately. Hilara Lyricist. Hilara Lyricist. Yeah. Wow. The yeah, I'll make up t-shirts. <laughs> the maestro of the madcap. It's uh, Rob Iceman Eisenberg, hey. everybody. It's a pleasure to be where it's air-conditioned. Yeah, I, uh, I am true. having trouble with the levels here. Uh, don't mind me. I'll just be fiddling with knobs over here. Sounds like As my... As do. All right. Uh, <laughs> So let's get started with uh, whatever's top of mind, uh, which I, the first thing that came to mind, and a lot of this may be, you know, well in hindsight since it was last weekend, but are we are we over the whole Chris Rock and his monologue on SNL thing? Did, did anybody actually see that? Blink. Yes, I Blink. saw it. Yeah. Blink. No, Gab did not? Nope. All right. So did you read about it? Did you hear about nope. it? All right. Didn't, not even a Facebook posting. Uh, so he did a monologue that involved jokes about... Uh, or that referenced the Boston uh, Marathon bombing, uh, then segged into nicely into 9-11, the new Freedom Tower, how it should be called, the I'm Never Going In There Tower. Um, wow. Yeah, and so he got a lot of flack, as what? I think he probably expected to get. Absolutely. And He's a comic, and a, and a classic comic as well. Chris Rock has never been afraid of saying things that are a little bit, 
uh, edgy. I like the joke. I mean, yeah, it was over the line, but the joke about why don't they just call it the Target building or something like <laughs> <Right>. that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, What's he's, it going to do, I duck? think Larry disagrees with me. No, I, I, I totally support the guy doing comedy because I think that if anybody can kind of straddle that line and just walk right up to the offensive and not push it to... I mean, people are saying, you know, what about the people who died and, and, and the victims' families and that sort of thing. Everyone's I, always going to be offended. And I mean, I, comedy, I get yeah, that. There's no avoiding But what he completely. talked about was exactly what people talk about. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, I know people who were joking about 9-11 two days after it happened. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't like those people. <laughs> I did not <laughs> laugh at those jokes. But this is 13 years later, and and the bomb, you know, the, the Boston Marathon. But one of the jokes he did about the Boston Marathon was, you know, and he and it was a kind of a perfectly constructed joke. It was, you know, here are these people. They've been looking at, they've been jogging. He used the word jogging. Jogging 26 miles. And, it's, and you get to the end, and the next thing you hear is, run! Uh, I mean, <laughs> Sorry, that's folks. kind of a great that's joke. That's funny. It, it, it is, and yes, it makes you cringe, mm-hmm. but... Don't the best comedians make you cringe? And, and you know, as far as the 9-11 jokes, I mean, the stuff Ann Coulter was saying was was ridiculously, horribly over the edge, but funny for all the wrong reasons after 9-11. Right, right. I remember her coming out and saying, you know, these 9-11 widows, they're the luckiest broads uh, in the world for right. the money they've made. And, and we all thought that was funny. She thought it was serious. She thought it was funny. As far as the Chris Rock thing, he, it's not like he's saying stuff that's not on people's minds. You cannot tell me that there are people in New York City who are looking up at this new building going, why did they build something so huge and something that represents a thing that people on the other side of the world are going to want to just destroy again? Yeah. So, because that, that's the world we live in. I agree. All and right. he's talking about stuff that is on people's mind. And what, what always blows, blows my mind is, is that when a comedian comes out or a radio host comes out and says something that is so ridiculously offensive that people are, A, outraged that they said it, and then people are still shocked that this radio host or comedian whose job it is to shock said something that's shocking. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's, right. I guess, sort of where I, where I was headed as well, is it, that, like, that's, that, that, that is their function. They're, they're, yeah. And how are they supposed to find that line without testing it. I mean, you can't you can't test audience every joke and, and then have an exit poll and, you, and exactly. see if right. the sample set proves, you and know. And you got to know because you know, I think we've all been in Los Angeles long enough to know that Chris Rock goes and tests his material everywhere all mm-hmm. the time constantly. He mm-hmm. really works that out. So you know that he went to clubs and he did that material in front of other people and he tested the waters and yes, he probably got a few oohs or whatever, but you kind of uh, he that's the world he operates in mm-hmm. i mean how, does i mean everybody remembers that fairly classic and rather still controversial you know inward uh rant that he would do about you know you, who is and who isn't one of those mm-hmm. um that they actually did that kind of great reference to in the office in one of the first couple of seasons that uh, supposedly michael Michael Scott did that whole routine in the office, <laughs> then that and thus Diversity Day. That's <laughs> that's resulted in Diversity Day um, because he was just Chris Rock said it. Um, <laughs> then it must be okay for a white person to say it. I I think that Chris Rock is maybe the smartest comic still working there, and he knew exactly what he was doing, and he 
carefully selected every single word of that routine mm-hmm. very specifically to get the reaction he wanted to get. And by the way, it was funny. Yeah, I mean, and, it was, and, and the audience <laughs> dug it. I mean, yeah. there wasn't dead silence or people going, ooh. Or, yeah. I mean, they were laughing. They yeah. got it. Right. And I think the real test, of course, is are people talking about Chris Rock? Is Chris Rock in the news again? Is Chris Rock on the tweets? Mission are, accomplished. Are we? Ex- thank you. Yeah. Team Rock, mission accomplished. Yeah, exactly. And I'm so glad that we can be the final word on it here at the Snark Absolutely. Monkey. Absolutely. All right, good. Right. Because And Chris is on the show next week. Is that correct? <laughs> yeah, uh, yes, yeah, we, for Diversity Day. That's right. It's Chris Rock with, with two R's, I believe. I'm <laughs> desperately trying to get a person of, co- of color in here, but they just refuse to come for some reason. Well, I got a little bit of a tan walking are. here, so I don't know if that counts. Well, yeah, it looks like Gab got a little sunburn. Did and, I just yeah. now? So on this I guess maybe we have a little bit of color oh, going I guess on. That was mm. uh, what else? Dog. Oh, the other thing this week um, that sent all nerddom into a frenzy is that they gave the Star Wars movie a title! Yes. Yay! The Force Awakens. And that prompted literally every comedian, and I and I know because I saw them because I'm staying up that late these days. Every comedian who does a late night show did a boner joke based <laughs> on that. And and I, I am that, shocked. And that was shocked to hear that. I'm no. shocked that you're shocked that they did boner jokes. <laughs> Thank you. But here's my question. Yes. What exactly woke up the force? Is it a noisy neighbor? Is it Matthew McConaughey playing the bongos? Is it a barking gungan? I, uh, what woke up the force? A well, barking gungan. A barking gungan. Yes. Gungan. And I, and I believe your barking gungan is up in Larry's office he right is. now. He I'm is. You have to clean up the gungan goop. <laughs> oh. um, I'm, I immediately started to have to go back through, and this is the tough part for me, is I had to try and remember what the last part of the last movie was and then have to come oh yeah that's right the credits i would imagine uh, well <laughs> they had the 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 ewok celebration basically is the last thing we saw oh, of this right. group of characters you mean episode six yeah because i, I immediately went to oh what happened at the end of uh the the, be- the, the third, other mo- that movie that none one. of us remember anything right. about revenge yeah. of the Reverse. revenge of the sith or the sure. oh, god yeah. Uh, but that's not chronologically no, the one we need to think order. about. No. So, no. so we had it's Return uh, of the Jedi. Yeah. So we destroyed the, it's the one where the teddy bears take up arms. That's right. Mm-hmm. It's the teddy bear picnic at the end. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so we destroyed the soon-to-be rebuilt Death Star Two. We're back down. Uh, 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 Anakin dies. Uh, he reconnects with his son. Uh, they have the funeral pyre, and there's the really bad music, and the, the, the dink, 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 and we see the the glittery ghosts of Obi Wan and everybody who's died. Aww. You know, giving the thumbs up from the. I don't think they actually give it. Did they high five? I think there was. A, yeah, they, they, uh, Obi- I think they did that heart. Sound. And then <laughs> the, they, the Taylor Swift heart thing. <laughs> right. Um, so. So I guess obviously we're jumping way ahead here in whatever this is. The Force apparently has fallen asleep in that time. Yes. They've saved the galaxy they saved the world. from the rebellion. Oh, and then they went to too, sleep yeah. for 40 years because everybody ages, right? And Harrison <laughs> Ford is signed a, up. And every, they're all signed up to do... Angelina Jolie put on them okay. to sleep <laughs> in that malfeasance movie. Okay. Malfeasance. Malfeasance. <laughs> I think that's the new John Grisham novel. We'll sure. talk about that later. What? <laughs> Spit take. You missed it. It's on a podcast. I'm uh, sorry. I didn't, mean to, I didn't mean to uh, interrupt you. No, not at all. I mean, the, the, the stars of the original series, the original, whatever, three, four, and five, what we consider the original series. No, four, five, and six. Then, thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
It goes in threes. Nerd. You, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, keep. I'm keep, sorry. Keep I'm if I'm better at my numbers than you are. <laughs> well, yeah. thank God we don't have to count up higher than ten right now. Any who's yes. Um, the stars of that series have signed on to do these additional movies, right? Yes. right? right. And they have, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, not been in Carbonite this whole time. They have no. all continued to age. Oh, yes. And therefore, the story basically has to pick up. I mean, unless they're casting other actors to play themselves at their age, which would be kind of tough if you watch them all in sequence, yeah. right? I can only assume that the, since they saved the galaxy from the rebel, from the, uh, from the, the empire, <laughs> uh, they are the rebellion. Uh-huh. And so they, they are, I'm guessing, here's my guess, all right? Because everybody's doing this now. They are the government now. Of course. Uh, hmm. uh, Luke is some sort Just of... Just like the Republicans. Know, yeah. He, <laughs> Yes, that's right. Yes. The, the, the intergalactic midterm elections. <laughs> that's right. Um. <laughs> oh, that's what it is. It's actually if George Lucas was doing this series, it would be exactly that. It would all take place inside that you know Senate. You know, oh, right. con- the giant <laughs> the hearings. honeycomb. And it would be right. and it would be the exciting battle of the uh, midterm election takeover from one party to the other. And ET is down here in the corner. <laughs> we have a little right. Easter egg that everyone has to look for. <laughs> now, obviously, there's been peace in the galaxy for however many years it's been in, yeah. in that one. And everybody lost their ago. powers. And, and the force the fell Jedi's asleep. Just, yeah, the mm-hmm. Jedi's were like, and, "What?" And so there's probably some new ISIS, ISIS-like, you know, thing happening. Somewhere, and uh, we have to worry about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we all want is, to comment on the visuals coming are? through here. No, I was like, "Is that a Mohawk?" Oh, by the way, that reminds me. You know that guy sitting out there? Yeah, I think that is an added security guard because oh. of the circumstances we saw last in the lobby week. last week. Okay, what well guy? then I feel I feel a little better. There's a guy he sitting just, right there, and he watching peeked, things. He peeked around the corner and looked right at me, and I was like, you know. Um, Gave him a little head nod and was pleased to be sitting in the studio. Like, oh, yeah, you see me walking around? Well, yeah. now I'm in the studio. Because we had see, a kerfuffle in the here. lobby the entire time we recorded our, our group podcast last week. Remember? Yeah. Yes, I didn't get One the of the Beatles had to, had to call security. Yeah, it's a, it, it was a, a, a disgruntled ex-employee. Yeah. Who hmm. came in here and was apparently just causing issues for and, like of the full hour we were recording. And Nicole was dressed as one of the Beatles from Sgt. Pepper's. <laughs> made it all that band, much which made it just surreal. yeah, exactly. Just that's a little funky. That. Yes, that's yeah. what I meant yeah. by that. And they never got anywhere because all Nicole kept saying was, All you need is love. All you need is love. <laughs> it just it wasn't working. It wasn't yes. they weren't buying just it. Let it be, will you? <laughs> oh. oh Well, I'm an ex employee and I'd like to think I'm I'm gruntled. I wouldn't say I'm disgruntled. No, I mean, no. I'm but you haven't ca- you haven't caused a kerfuffle though. Not no, yet. No. no. Not yet. There's still a kerfuffle in this one though. All right. So I sense th- my fo- the force well, within this. I one. I suspect that there will be plenty of kerfuffles in the new Star Wars movie, which is now Star Wars: The Force Awakens, and uh, yeah, there you go. Sponsored by Viagra. I did. Okay. I have to say, I got pretty excited about seeing the graphic of the of the Sponsored new title. Sponsored by Viagra. Wow, there's what? so much. Yeah, we heard you. I know. So, I was saying it again because so, you got pretty excited. <laughs> There's so much hype on this. You got J.J. Abrams involved. You got, uh, you know, yeah, you know, the, the original Harrison, yeah. Carrie Ford, and Mark Hamill. And by I the mean, way, so I, much writing. On I did a uh, oh, an but event, you, but it's going to make a bajillion, kajillion dollars. Of there is, it is no doubt. Oh, I think even I'm going to go see it. The bad, the worst one, Phantom Menace, is. <laughs> Still in like in the top ten movies of all time as far as making money, right? I went to see all of those. Yeah, we all did. Of yes. course, we all got suckered in. You oh, sat so, next to George Lucas in well, a USC game. Say, and each one of of the one, two, and three, at least at, 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 you come out of the Clone Wars going, 
it was better than the Phantom Menace. I mean, that was about the best you could say. And that the was same, the praise. And the same thing in the third one. It's, oh, well, you had the thing in the lava, and the, oh, that was better. The lava. The, the lava thing was good. It took two and a half hours to get to it. Oh, why? I'm so angry right now at George Jeez. Lucas. It's, it's all come back Let to me. Let it all out. It's like that uh, South Park episode where they, they see the, the Raiders. The, remember the South Park episode where they see the, 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 the most recent Raiders movie? And they go oh, seek out see Steven that. Spielberg to give him shit. Oh, it's great. <laughs> well, that makes sense. That sounds awesome. All right. What's Have you seen, uh, Gabrielle, yes. have you seen a movie since uh, seeing Birdman? Uh, no. No? Actually. But uh, you know what? Okay, so sorry. to. It's a little off topic now. But I was going to say, I just did a, an event recently. I worked a, a job. And Harrison Ford was one of the people who was accepting an award. He accepted an award via you know, via recording or what have you. Oh, like and Skype or something? Yeah, basically. <laughs> and I have to say, he sounds like a parody of himself. I mean, he's slower and more monotone than Jim Ward ever was. He's like... Jim Ward, one of the fine voice talents who... Who does an yeah. exemplary, exemplary Harrison Ford. And now that I've recently heard Harrison Ford, I, I have to give more kudos to Jim Ward. That was actually a question I had about, because, you know, he had that accident on the set. How did Harrison Ford move fast enough to actually hurt his ankle? I mean, <laughs> it, it, the way he's shuffling around like an old man these days. Mm. Uh, well, that's, you know, he kind of plays that up when he's on Letterman or whatever, and he just uh, uh, he just kind of talks like that, yeah. and just uh, you know, he it's just that's so kind of his low thing. Key, yeah. and it's, it was um, literally like a parody of himself. Yeah. It would, I'm accepting. Oh, blah, blah. By the okay, way, yeah, I talk. meant to open the podcast with this, and, and you just reminded me. I'm sorry to Hooray, dump this on you, Gab. Terrible, but it's also all of us. Um, we have to all help each other with this, and we can call it out the moment one of the other ones of us does it. Squirrel. No. No. Okay. Um, the Moose. word, the word, literally. Oh, yeah. We all got to stop it. We just got to stop it. We all got to stop it. Okay. So if anybody, one of us says it, and you've got, you've got your one. Everybody uh-huh. gets one. Uh-huh. All right, everybody gets one today. But if if you do it again, we I all get to yell. I think that was fair, though. That no. was a good use of the no, word. No, no, no. It was. That, that's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. I, I, but, okay. but and amazing. We can't. We got to stop amazing. Oh, yeah. How about epic? Oh, no Can more. we say epic? Epic is great. Hella. Good, good synonym. Sure. Keep those synonyms for yourself. Totally. Yeah. So we got. But no more a word. No yeah. more. I think we literally other. said it a thousand times. That's <laughs> your Okay, and there's that's mine. Your one. There's mine. All right. And it was a gross exaggeration. Can you say I know, be it, like? It, 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 that's, huh? Can you say be like? Like uh, Larry be mean? like? Okay, sure. What does that mean? I don't know. Do you just make I it up? see memes on Facebook all the time. Something be like. and uh, Oh, yeah. no. Something that's... the kids are doing. Okay. okay. And also uh, <laughs> this, though. This, though. This, though? Yeah, oh. you just put a picture up. And then you write T H I S T H O. This oh, though. This though. Yeah. Yeah. And you're supposed to get what that means. I haven't okay. seen that yet. Are we just and old? a picture of Harrison Ford? Yes. Yeah. Yes, we're Harrison Ford old. <laughs> some of us, <laughs> not okay. not the Gab, but some of us. I don't, are. I don't think I'm that grumpy yet. Um, all right. So uh, where were you going with? Uh, I don't know. You had the event. You saw that Harrison. No, Ford. That, that was it. That, that was the, 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 off topic. You were asking if I'd seen anything, done anything. And last week, I think we all left planning to watch the Flash. Uh, yeah, I didn't. Do I that. didn't either. I no. didn't do that. No, I don't I think there was a new one this week. No... Oh, that's why. There yeah. Was, was there oh, yeah. That's why. That's totally and why. And I've never heard of on-demand TV. So nope. 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 <laughs> don't know how to watch um, it. What I did start doing was watching The Good Wife. Oh, did you? Yeah. So I'm uh, I'm a good chunk of the way through the first season. And, and it, I got to say, 
it does take a good chunk of the first season to really kick oh, into totally. gear. Oh, totally. I, I mean, think just like in any show. Any I mean, yeah. United States network television. Yeah. yeah it's pretty formula like and it's pretty, pretty. it's got its kind of thing. Yeah. But they definitely hit their stride toward the end of that season yeah. where you're going. And, and, and I think the it's re- just started. And the reason is because they start, once they kind of get their stock formula down, then they kind of do these very interesting episodes that are shot differently. Mm. They a different point of view or, or flashbacks. They start to experiment with the form a little bit and very well. Um, very cool. And so that, yeah, so they kind of kind and of find their footing and they still kind of cover the same ground and, you know, sure, you usually have, have your courtroom dramas and all that other and stuff. All that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Every but episode I, I is fairly self-contained. I do wish that there were more <laughs> shows that were a little bit better about sort of starting there. You know, inst- yeah. I know I know you can't. I know this is a sort of a courtroom procedural as opposed to a police yeah. procedural uh so it has its format and it wraps up at the end of each week but it's once they stop wrapping up at the end of each week that With, stuff gets good it gets interesting yeah. i think and part of that is just the very nature of they need to establish these characters that you want to care about and then they go okay now we've kind of hooked them let's leave them hanging a little bit more because now we know people are actually going to come back as opposed to you as the uh, dyed the wool anglophile yeah. and the british mode of creating most of their new TV is that they come in with a self-contained we know this is only going to be six episodes and that's it and they don't vary from that whereas in American television they're all crossing their fingers that they can get through five seasons so they can go into syndication no no they have no interest in it interesting (laughs) they want to make that syndication though six seasons in a movie right yep that's it. Fair enough. So they, and they're just hoping they get past the first two episodes. I mean, how many shows? What just, oh, that's the other thing that was uh, top of mind for me. And I'll get to you, Rob. Don't worry. Uh, a to Z just got canceled. We just oh, talked about canceled. it last week. Oh, no. Mm, but Rashida Jones was tweeting to try and canceled. rescue it. They're, well, they're going to play out the rest of the episodes. ABC, ABC said, I mean, this is the problem, is that yeah. the, the producers are going, it doesn't really mean we're going away yet if we can rally support. Uh, but uh, uh, ABC basically said it won't return. Uh, but of course, if there's some sort of groundswell, yeah, it, it, yeah. It, it could. Well, it's nice, frankly, that they're playing it out. I mean, there have been far too many series this in the last four or five years where they play two, three episodes, and the second people start to get interested, they're like, nope, we're you know canceled and gone. And you never see them again. And you never see it again. You never see the six episodes they already spent the money to shoot. Yeah, I, feel, I feel like that's more of a cost-cutting thing now because... Uh, from people that I've talked to in that business, they don't shoot as many pilots as they used to. They don't They don't just shelve as much stuff as they used to. They're not going to go that extra step to actually shoot shows anymore unless they really feel like... Mm-hmm. I mean, they, yeah. still, they still shoot more pilots than they ever put on the air. Sure. But, a, but one pilot is way different than, than you know, making six a six or eight or episode sure. commitment. And I wouldn't be surprised... But there were a fair number of shows that came and, and went and came, you know, and like I said, they just started to get interesting. They had just... Mm-hmm. And... and and poof, gone, and and I know that there were other episodes in the can. Yeah. You know, and bye. Yeah. Well, these days, that, that doesn't actually mean it's the end of the show. It can no. easily end up on, on Yahoo's new streaming service. Right. That's actually an excellent point. Netflix. I mean, isn't Community's last season going to be on Yahoo or something? Yeah, I keep That's waiting. brilliant. I keep waiting to hear more about that, and I don't really know. I just actually did hear Dan Harmon talk about on a podcast that they were kind of in that middle ground of trying to figure out how do we stay very true to the original show that we did on network television, but also feel like we can push the form a little bit. We don't have the c- conventional commercial breaks anymore, mm-hmm. but he doesn't want to just push the language just for the hell of it and suddenly make fans go, well, why are, 
Yeah, why yeah, is everybody cursing the tone, all of a sudden? Changes everything that they. And you know what? I have to say, I think that there are a lot of shows that benefit from a certain kind of restriction. You know, some set of rules, whether it's the commercial break or the tone or the language or the network. There are a lot of shows that get really creative because they're sort of confined to a set of a set of circumstances. To me, that's always the best shows. Usually, end up being the ones that find a way to push the form, even st- will still working within the form. Precisely. Arrested Development. Yeah. For me, was like that. Absolutely. And that goes back to uh, the concept of Steven Spielberg having to figure out how to make Jaws a good movie when the shark never worked. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so you just don't show the shark <laughs> as much. Maybe a little character development, have a head pop out of God's the boat forbid. at the right time. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you have to deal with what you're given, and and if you've got a really creative, uh, you know, showrunner like a Dan Harmon or like uh, uh, was it uh, Mitchell. Oh, Arrested Development guy. Hurwitz? Mitch Hurwitz? Um, Marshall. Isn't it? Mitch Marshall? No, Marshall Hurwitz. Marshall Hurwitz? You were going to have to stop and go back and edit this out. No. (laughs) No. Nobody's listening to this. Okay, fair enough. Miskel Spillman? I don't know who you're talking (laughs) about. It was Rabbi Spillman who created (laughs) Arrested Development. Yes, nobody knows who Miskel Spillman is. And I'm annoyed, Larry, that you don't know who Miskel Spillman is. Is there really a Miskel Spillman? There is a Miskel Spillman, and I'm annoyed that Larry does not know who that is. Is that the real name of somebody famous? I would not say famous, but someone who was famous for one night. What? Oh, damn is this it. like a riddle or something? Wow, I should know this. It Oh no. It's it's, it's connected to your buddy Gary in a roundabout. Gary way. Kroger? Yes. Miskel Spillman. It has nothing to do with him, but it has something to do with him. We don't have time for this. Oh, damn it. We don't have time for this. All right, fine. Miskel Spillman. It's just one it's like the ultimate trivia question. All right. Should I Google it? It's up to you. Should you I could, GTS? So you know what show makes me laugh if anybody cares? I don't know if you care. Uh, yeah. Do you no, care? No, we don't care. Okay. Well, hey, hey. <laughs> it we, was we a have, joke. It was a care. joke. There's right, only three of us. It was here. a joke. Well, you look up Miskel Spillman and, I will. and I'll get How, back to you. Miss M I S M I S M I S K E L M I S K E L. Is that the Jewish alphabet? S P I L L M A. All right, you do that. Gab, shush. Uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine has come back with a second season that I think is actually funnier than the first. And I thought the first season was really funny. Yeah, I thought the—I I liked the first season. I thought the characters were great. I, I, I felt like, again, they were still kind of getting their rhythm and mm-hmm. kind of getting— uh, Joe Latrulio uh, is, great. Is, is so funny and a great physical comedian. Yeah, his uh, chemistry with, with Andy Samberg is, 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 is great. I'm they, way behind on—I have a bunch of the, those on the old DVR and haven't watched them yet. But I like those—those those are the same Parks and Rec, you know— crew mm-hmm. that came from there and I love that and show. How funny is Andre Brower? He is so freaking funny on that show. Only because he, he that's just, fantastic he to just, hear. I've never seen Andre Brower be funny. He, he's just a guy who glowers at, at one of the characters and says, "Okay, now am, that makes sense." I am smiling. You know, and that to me is funny. <laughs> well, that's because he gets to be the one that delivers the dry serious lines and he's got funny lines for that delivery. Uh, somebody was talking about, I think I heard Sandberg talk about <laughs> um because they're all kind of in awe of him. Because he's only maybe one of our best, you know, TV actors that's ever been. I, I, you know, Homicide, homicide. Oh, on yeah, the Streets is, is, is incredible. Uh, and that he 
is very, maybe he even even he has said this on talk shows or something, but he is so insecure because he's around some of these very funny people. I mean, Sandberg's got his reputation. Joe Latrullo has been in a bunch of stuff and was with the state. Uh, Chelsea Peretti is in there. You know, a lot of these have they have their comic chops. A lot of those people know each other already. They have a chemistry. So he's the one in there going, "Was I funny? Was that funny?" <laughs> and, and Sandberg is going. Shut up. You're, like, <laughs> you're one of the best actors that's ever worked. What are you asking us for? So, yeah, it's a really interesting group in there. Uh, and the, the, I think the only thing that bothers me is is Terry Crews. Uh, I do <laughs> just not. Just because he's everywhere. I just don't. I, I, he's, he's kind of one of those athlete-turned-actor guys that I have trouble buying right now as a funny character. Are you okay with him? Well, I wouldn't say I wasn't in front of him. The man could squeeze my neck in his bicep. But I, 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 I think you his wish. character is very funny. Yeah. I, I, I think he's funny. I think, I think he's over, overused right now. He's hosting Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? He just took that job over. Oh, that's from wow. Cedric the Entertainer. From Cedric the Entertainer. Wow. So I, I think we're, we're reaching Terry Crews' uh, saturation. Yeah. But again, I wouldn't say it to his face. So, does anybody care who Miskel Spillman is? That's up to you. If you want to read it, it's up to you. Uh, you want to, uh, uh, save it till the end. Okay. We'll okay. wrap up with that. <laughs> so you can cut so it. So we can try and keep people. Now people are fast forward. <laughs> anybody, the, the two Fair people enough. listening to this. Continue. Which, and, by the way, will be me and Rob. Right. And, uh, and just another movie yeah, franchise that, I won't listen. that I'm curious if anybody cares is another Terminator movie coming what? out. What? It's called Terminator Genesis. It's got the the guy who played Doctor Who, which I've never watched, the, the last one, the skinny one. I don't know who he is. Matt Smith? Yes. And then some other guy, and then some other... Or David Tennant. No. Well, no. The Matt the Smith. Last Matt Smith, okay. So yes, oh, there is okay. a reboot. Of, a reboot? It is, it's, it's oh, still... No. Schwarzenegger is still no. in it. Schwarzenegger is still in it. It's coming out next year. It's, Wait, it's, of, so of the first one, of the 1984 It's Well, I, let me, I should say a continuation, but it's an up dated story oh, i read about boy. it in entertainment weekly oh, which is boy. my only source of pop culture these days. <laughs> but schwarzenegger is still in it playing the the t whatever the, the heck it is aging terminator and uh the older model it yeah, goes how are they gonna newer, do that back and forth in time and it's called computers. genesis and genesis is spelled weird and it's uh does anyone care anymore i don't i know. don't and I, i'm a big fan of the first two movies i don't know I mean, who's they were... cl- clamoring for that yeah. i don't know either because the christian bale one to me was not very good i didn't mm. like it it was no. uh who was who was who was in that? i know christian bale was in it and there was one before Bane that that just sort of uh they well, just sort of one, deleted i kind of liked that one the, the one, one with the chick with claire danes the... Right? Is that right? Yeah, I think so. And, uh, and the kid. The drug addict kid. Yeah. Nick, um, <laughs> Nick, uh, Nick something. Yeah. Nick something. Ch- child actor. We, should, we should all do more Stoll. research. Nick Stahl. Nick Stahl. There, there it is. Yeah. But I actually, I actually thought it was kind of funny. I saw it on TV a couple of weeks ago and it it's holds up. It's not supposed to be funny. Well, I, I mean, there were some <laughs> funny things in it. Okay. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so for some reason they've decided we need another Terminator movie because the Christian Bale one didn't do all that well in, right. in, respect to its gigantic God, budget it still made like 500 million dollars sure. and that's still considered a, right. a flop you know yeah more people actually uh paid attention to his rant on the set of that movie than, mm, right. than anything else exactly. absolutely exactly so another terminator movie i don't know that i need to spend the money to see it i don't know i, I sooner or later they got to get because these are big tentpole movies these are the ones that they're spending hundreds of millions of dollars on and barely getting their return back on them but mm-hmm. they feel like i mean it's like 
We can rant all we want about Michael Bay and his Transformer movies, but people keep going to them. Oh, I don't know. And why. I don't know. I haven't seen one. I don't know Not who's a going. One. I don't know anybody. Nobody. I've never. <laughs> nobody in my circle of friends or, or relationships. <laughs> all have, of Marvel's Wahlberg. See, that's the, that is the opposite. Every Wahlberg. It's yes. the precise opposite of Birdman. Everyone here will have seen it at some point in time. You can ask people. Everyone probably, in Los yeah. Angeles, probably in New York. And they'll be like, yeah, and it was great. And no one else in the country no. will have even heard of it. No. And the get... polar opposite is Transformers. <laughs> yeah, Nobody but... in Los Angeles has Bird seen Man, Transformers. Birdman but will get nominated apparently... for a crap load of Oscars. And, and, and every other and award. And 90% of America, just like you say, will, 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 will say, what is Birdman? Yeah. yeah. Michael, you mean Batman? Is that a new superhero <laughs> yes. thing? And, and they'll wonder why the, the ratings for the next Oscars is low because they right. always... They they always nominate these little independent films that nobody in good Oshkosh. Good movies is that what they nominate? Yes, good movies. <laughs> good yes, movies. but look, we also are having a year where even the big tentpole movies are not pulling people in. I mean, this is one of the most lackluster years as far as numbers go. I I, I think the whole idea of just going to the theater and seeing a movie is starting to die off, and and, the, and it's the same. It's the thing that everybody's predicted for years. Before you think has, now is officially now movies are dying. I think the tipping point has maybe been reached from the standpoint of on demand is so much easier, and 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 the quality of the movies has become suspect, s- mm-hmm. substandard. You were talking about another freaking Terminator. We've got you know the the Spider Man reboot. We got a Hercules movie with freaking Dwayne Johnson that yes. nobody's asking. They're for. already rebooting Birdman, by the way. I bet. Yeah, Andrew <laughs> Andrew Garfield. Is, oh, nice. Uh, oh, very yeah. nice. As an aging super but, but you're, superhero, you're I like right. It. You're right, Larry. I, like I mean, why would we want to pay fourteen fifty to sit in a theater and then have the, the person next to you talk throughout the entire thing when you can sit at home? Fourteen fifty. He's at the discount theater. Pay, pay yeah. much less and have your wife interrupt you the whole time. <laughs> so. <laughs> I mean that this is part of the reason why they're still they're still going with spectacular why they're why more more and more 3D. It's becoming. Remember uh, the you know there's this smellovision. Is smellovision coming back? It, well, it's <laughs> it's that it's all the gimmicky stuff is going to start coming out because uh, this is the same thing that happened in the 50s when TV became popular and they were like, how are we going to get people in? Let's make the screen. Three football fields long. <laughs> let's, uh, you know, put it, it let's put it. Uh, to be fair, Chinatown stri- and yes. Sleeping Beauty so, are gorgeous. Someone's <laughs> giving you a, a Manny Petty while you're watching the movie and yeah. a lounge to your feet are soaking in blue liquid. I mean, uh, no, no, no. Have you, has anybody looked into this IPIC theater in Westwood? No. No. Oh, my God. I can't afford it. Is it, it the foodie place? Is it where you get it's to eat It's a stuff? foodie place. No, it's beyond that. Oh. It is. You basically, have you ever seen the seats that none of us will ever get to fly in? The yes. The international, <laughs> you know, the bubbles that yes. you get to kind of, the tiny little oh, wow. apartment you get to fly in. No, yes. no. <laughs> I've um, seen them. If you pay for ultra <laughs> super de duper first class and go into like Germany or something, you basically get this little space age cubicle. It's, be- it's like, it's what Mork came to Earth in. Ah, <laughs> yes. Or it looks like the egg that Woody Allen was in in Sleeper. It's like the sex <laughs> egg. Um, it's this little cocoon you get to stay in, and it's got like all these gadgets in it. Well, they basically at the iPick, it's not quite that elaborate, but it I, the ticket is like twenty five bucks or something, mm. and wow. you get your own little table. A waiter comes to take your order. Mm-hmm. There is a 
pop-out footrest Ooh. that comes out. Uh, it is the world's comfiest seats, but it is this kind of event-like thing. You, you know, there is interaction. Right, it's a proper, You're yeah. in the middle of. Uh, I actually saw what did I see there? Snowpiercer, I think, oh. weeks and weeks ago. Mm. Um, so and, bad. And the guy keeps coming to. You know, do you need anything else? <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I need the plot point I just missed because you, you were asking me if I needed a refill on my diet Can Coke. you rewind the movie like a DVR so I could miss that line? And I guess that's just me. I, I hate interruptions of, of movies, no matter what they are. I mean, I'll if it's a... If well, that's a, why you went to the movie theater. One goes uh, to the movie theater. I thought so. I thought to so. not be interrupted. Yeah. I, 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 I have trouble in the middle of the second act of a major film scanning the craft beer menu <laughs> that has got 120 well, different so, listings okay, on so it. Okay, so they've obviously which, pushed the it way, a little too far. There is, and there's, and where's, and then you have like, oh, there's a little light that you pull up out of your thing and you shine on it. And then if I'm the guy next to that guy, then I'm going, put your damn light out. You sh- oh. And then right before the big twist, the you're w- getting there. You'll be a grumpy old man soon enough. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm, th- I think I'm there. I think this was the tipping point oh, for okay. that. There, there you go. go. And right before the big plot twist at the end, the uh, server comes back and says, I'm sorry, Mr. Morgan, you're credit card's been declined. <laughs> uh, we, we need to go talk in the office. <laughs> There's and, your plot and, twist. And that's very, very uh, dis- disruptive right there, if you ask me. But who's going to that? I mean, who's Rich spending people. that kind of money? But who's... It's somebody <laughs> filling people, that theater? Like Larry, who went to see Snowpiercer. No, I, yeah. I paid for the cheap seat, which puts you in the first three rows oh, you're kidding. There on are a cardboard well? box. Yes. <laughs> on a cardboard box. It's it's no... The, if you With have a pair to, of binoculars you have to from go the to bathroom. This, you have to go to this theater just to look at it it's like it's like steerage and the first top floors in titanic so it was the perfect movie to be watching <laughs> yeah it was yeah, it, no it it was the personification of snowpiercer <laughs> it's the people shoved into the back of the train who are eating this and you know, it was also puck. a terrible experience oh, wow <laughs> now would you spend 25 bucks to see dumb and dumber 2 there i had to i had to kill a guy in the in the <laughs> section in front of me so that i could have some crumbs from his the artisanal sandwich. <laughs> Is that Asiago? With the roasted peppers. Yes, <laughs> and Asiago. Oh. Oh, my God. Oh. Oh. Larry is literally turning bright red right now. Oh, there's one for you. Anyway, I saw Big Hero 6 this morning. Ooh. Oh. It's adorable. Oh, good. Aww. I want to see it. I, uh, I, I'm almost angry that Pixar is as good as they are at this. And I'm only angry because why can't anybody else... Tell a story as well as these guys. Hmm. They just kind of, I mean, that's a movie I would pay any kind of dough to go see because it's just so satisfying. Mm. And it's, and, and, and you know, supposedly targeted for kids or whatever. It is a 10-year-old boy's wet dream, basically personified. <laughs> it's a, are you kidding me? You get, you're, you're 14, you get to go to robotic school, and all your friends and you become a superhero. And so, you know, I mean, it's like... That's it, the plot. Or as I like basically. to call it, Tuesday. Sounds wonderful. <laughs> but it's kind of awesome. And it's... And it's lovely, and it's and it's funny, and the comedy's great, and the voices are great, and it's also because it's Pixar, they do have those moments where visually, um, you're you're just kind of bowled over by these kind of very cinematic moments, yeah. as well as that emotion. They they I think a lot of people talk about that um, stretch at the beginning of Up mm. that is so mm. emotional that, mm-hmm. that shows the progression. They're 
there nothing quite that powerful in this, but there are all, are these moments in these very dark moments, and there's a villain that's pretty scary, oh. and and this imagery that's great, uh, and and it's beautiful. I, I mean, is there been a bad Pixar movie? Can anybody? I Tell me. I don't know. Car, uh, plan, uh, cars too. Well, the planes. Uh, planes. Yeah. Planes, yeah, see, fire, the, and this rescue. This all sort of just came and went. As far as I, I don't remember planes or apparently its sequel. There was a sequel. Yeah. I don't yeah. think I saw either yeah. of the cars. The, the well, whole Toy Story thing was a bust. <laughs> and they're coming out with a new one, by the way. No. Well, apparently, the Toy Story's not a bust. <laughs> <laughs> I think that you were saying that ironically. Yes, yes? I was. Okay. Yes. Yeah, they did. Uh, they did. Uh, what did I see a trailer for? Um, there is a Toy Story 4 that's supposed yeah, to be coming out. I think 2017, I think. Uh, oh, oh, I saw a trailer for uh, Tomorrowland. Mm, I have not Tomorrowland. seen Tomorrowland. Oh, I saw it online. Is that already a movie? What is that already? It, it oh, is, it's Disney. It is Disney. Um, George Clooney is in it, but you wouldn't know that until the very end of the trailer. Oh, I know. Wow. And it's, um, and it's, <laughs> it's based on a... You know, it's uh, they took another section of Disney Disneyland and Disney World and this and tried to figure out a way to how to make a movie out of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm laughing at myself because I'm like, that sounds familiar. <laughs> yes. oh, why? Why does that sound familiar? That's because my ex boyfriend worked on it. Oh, <laughs> and just did reshoots like two weeks there ago. There you go. Yeah, George Clooney is your ex boyfriend. Yeah, got, got married recently. Oh. Big bummer for me, huh? Boy, that is a bummer. Yeah. Never yeah. know. Never know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's one of those things where the, you, all your dreams come true or something. Or, or I don't what, know anything what, about it. Yeah, there's a trailer. I saw that something a teaser trailer online, and it's something about the girl touches the ground or, or something where she, there's, no, a, there's little, a little like a pin there's a yes, little this, uh, pendant that she touches and she's suddenly in a different place right, and then she drops it, it and yeah. she's back to where she was like exactly. in a juvenile detention thing Ooh. and then and and it's and visually it's it's really cool how they do it it just kind of you know she just kind of puts her finger on it and it puts her in this like wheat field or something and yeah. she finally <clears throat> kind of has the courage to hold on to it and she stands up and looks around and there's this beautiful landscape and then this futuristic city off in the distance looks like freaking emerald city over there um yeah and she ends up in line for captain eo which is the the horror part of the of the film um (laughs) wow there it is um boy see now when are they going to reboot that (laughs) captain eo um, 4D. Who would play it? Who would play Captain EO? No, they'll just you know, they'll, they'll just him? reanimate Michael. Kanye? Oh, that's right. They would oh, just reanimate they would yeah. just reanimate yeah. Michael Jackson. Yes. Um uh, so have we covered <laughs> any uh anything we've seen? So I saw Big Hero 6. I definitely you know, it's 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 wonderful. It's great. And, and none of us have seen Interstellar obviously. No, that is that on up. my list, but you know, that's one that I've heard they shot in IMAX. So I want to see. I do actually want to go ahead I and think see you it in have the to do. big. Mm. I'm hearing pretty. I, I, that is one of those that people are saying. Oh yeah, it's good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. It didn't suck. That is literally about the best I've heard from somebody. Fair enough. Fair I don't enough. know. Yeah, yeah, it's good. I, I haven't seen it. I, I only know the commercials. I have not seen it. Yet. Um, let's see what else. Uh, Gone Girl. I did see. That's the last movie I saw. That's already no a few spoilers. weeks ago already. Yeah, um, I read I read the book, so I kind of know I what's happening. Uh, but were you you were okay you were okay with that? I was one? okay with it. I mean, it gets melodramatic, but it's. Uh, so how'd you like Gone Girl? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Look, you See, know this is what I'm talking about. Neil Patrick Harris, he's got a nice ass. I'll say that, and it's wow. on display. Wow, <laughs> sure. Well, and he bleeds well. <laughs> Now, see, that's a spoiler. No, it doesn't mean anything. 
Uh, Alex, my son, you 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 people have heard of uh, my son, the Alex. Yes, who fish. outshines us in all ways with his talent That's and charm. Right. Yes, a little bastard. Um, yep. He uh, he went to see Birdman. Um, he actually texted me and said, uh, we're all going to see a movie. And I said, oh, you should see Birdman. He said, yeah, everybody wants to go see Interstellar. I was like, oh, okay. Let me know. Let me know what it is. And right. then I, like 15 minutes later, he texted and said, we all changed our mind. We're going to see Birdman. Yay. And then he and all his friends are like suddenly posting and tweeting and stuff going, holy fuck, go mm-hmm. see Birdman. It's art. It's this. It's exclamation points. So uh, kids of that age, we're talking early 20s, um, artsy kids artsy and kids. living in New York admittedly mm-hmm. yeah. are digging it yeah. so well yeah. good to hear so well I'm, it's on the list the tradition will continue it's on the list I also still want to see the uh, book of life that, the animated film I haven't gotten a chance yet because I, I know some people who are in it oh, voiceover yeah. actors it's supposed to be beautiful it's supposed to be an absolutely beautiful film but I just haven't had a chance yet. All right. So, so, and and uh, here's the other thing why are all these movies opening on these random days Interstellar on a Wednesday on a non-holiday week, I, I don't, I don't know. It's, I, I don't know. It's don't already know. Christmas it? in Sears, so I don't know. <laughs> it is. It's Christmas everywhere. Oh gosh, it's really has started, hasn't it, Rob? It it, it has, and you know what? It sticks in my craw. <laughs> oh, is that my cue? Oh, no, 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 not necessarily. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, but, but I mean, well, we, I was we, so early last week. I didn't <clears throat> want to fuck it up this week, and now <laughs> here I am. But I know one well, of the things. We all wanted, of this will be edited out. One of the things. <laughs> the <laughs> whole thing. All right. Now, one of the things I know that we wanted to talk about this week was things that were over already. Things that are already kind of that meh, like uh, you said. Yeah. Uh, you know, like okay, well, you know, Christmas, yay, love Christmas, but. It already started before Halloween was over, and by the time Thanksgiving comes, it's like, meh, Christmas, so I went ahead and I wrote a song about it. (laughs) I'm already sick of Christmas, starts earlier each year. Rudolph's nose began to glow before Halloween was near. I'm already sick of Christmas, Target selling phony trees. There's fake snow inside of Lowe's, though it's 95 degrees. True. Santa and mistletoe are everywhere I see. Sears is already set up for Christmas 2015. I'm already sick of Christmas, and Thanksgiving's not even here. I'm allergic to holly, so I'm not jolly about Christmas this year. It's too early. Thank you. The Iceman, everybody. Thank you, two people. (laughs) That's how many are in the room. I'm aware of that. That's right. The whole audience loved it. But our legion of fans. (laughs) Our legion of fans. But isn't that true, though, that literally even before Halloween was over? I took pictures. I had Instagram. You did. I think I saw them. Instagram pictures beginning early October, I Mm -hmm, think, mm -hmm. of... Ikea and Target and Home Depot. And all the spots are on TV now. They're already, Mm -hmm. you know, this holiday, JCPenney, it's not even Veterans Day. uh, I I went into Starbucks on, what was it? Uh, Halloween was on the last Friday. Yes. So the next morning, the 1st, November 1st. Starbucks had their holiday cups. They had been holding them in reserve until Halloween was over. They were like, they actually had some restraint. It's like, yeah. okay, November 1st, November 1st, now. And they're, they're it's still little, only fall drinks. You can't, you can't get a peppermint true. mocha yet. But no eggnog yet. We're still giving out the pumpkin spice. Until Thanksgiving. Yes. No, no wassail. 
They're the yet. only rigid people. No mulled wine. Yes, no mulled wine Ooh. until Thursday. Mulled wine. All right, so Gab, what's the thing that you just don't get why people are so over the moon about it? The thing, I guess this would be, what, what do you consider to be overrated? Or it's just one of those things that everybody seems to be really high on, uh, and you just don't really have a thing for. Uh, Rob, you got one? I'll come up with something by the time she's done. All right, I'll talk uh, about mine. Okay, I'll talk about it. mine. Um, Mad Men. I'm kind of like... You're over it? It's not even over it. I don't know that I've ever... I appreciate, you never loved it I appreciate it so much. From its look and its acting, all the things you're supposed to appreciate. I don't understand why people are calling it one of the greatest television series of all time. I That I don't feel. I don't feel connected to it. I don't feel it resonating with me. I watch it every week. I, I There have been maybe three or four or five episodes where I go, oh, that was really, that was really interesting. But it seems like it just takes... So long for anything to, uh, substantial to happen. Uh, uh, they set the tone. They set the mood. Everything right up front. I had such high hopes for it. And I just feel like at the end of every episode, I'm like, nah, I, don't, I don't know if I care. I don't know if I care. And then they'll do something where it'll just go off the rails like the guy cutting his freaking nipple off in this last season. I'm sorry. Uh, I could have sworn you said somebody spoiler cut alert? Was there a spoiler off? alert? Oh, spoiler alert. It was, it's just the previous I season. Know, I know. I haven't, I haven't so seen it. So I, I, I... Was that when, part of an ad campaign? Or what, like, <laughs> it, it was... It, it, like Dr. John's nipple glue? A, what a was character it? just suddenly started to go bananas. And and, and and Matthew Weiner will say that it was a subtle transition in the character. But I will tell you it was because he wanted to go be an A to Z. He wanted to, no, he wanted to go be an A to Z on NBC. <laughs> I see. I see. It's kind of, it's like Nassim so, Padrad leaving Saturday Night Live for Mulaney. Good move, by the way. Yeah. Good move. Did Mulaney get canceled? I hope it what? does soon. Yeah, oh, have you sat through well, an I episode wanted that, of that? I wanted that to be so much better than it is. Five minutes is all you can do. It is. It's. You know what it is? It is. It is Seinfeld Redux. Yes, it is. You can it's point to every reboot. character. I mean, there's a door in the apartment. He does. Stand up at the beginning of each episode. He's got his, um, you know, female friend, Which is but they're Padrad. completely platonic, yes. and she's a little wacky and kind of a man chaser kind of thing. And they sit there and kind of have their little banter, and uh, and they've got kind of a mixture of a of a George Costanza and uh, a Kramer in there. Mm-hmm. Um, it is it is the and, totally the and, Seinfeld imprint. And Martin Short, God love him, who is my favorite comic actor in the entire world is just everything is so huge because he's trying to milk laughs out of the the lines which are so not funny (laughs) it came with such a pedigree this is a guy that people love as a stand-up he came out of out of snl he's in that uh, seth meyers camp you know those guys he wrote the the stefan bit for bill Hader for uh, for all those oh, years really? yes. i did not know that no. yeah he's the guy that would always make bill Hader laugh because they would change <laughs> the they would change the cue cards between dress and live and so Hader would just have to see them as they came yes. up and and that was just this inside thing they did every week um and which yeah. i have to say makes the bit oh yeah absolutely. i mean totally. that's, that's part of the best part you've never heard the words dan cortez <laughs> That's funnier right. than when Bill Hader did it when he was on SNL a few weeks ago. 
<laughs> but yeah, there's a there's a show that I, I God, I really wanted that to be good. I always want every why can't anything be good? Why is, you know who I sound like? I sound like Me? the podcast of Dick Cavett talking to Alec Baldwin on Here's the Thing. Dick, wow. Yes, Dick Cavett basically literally said the words, um, why aren't things as good as they used to be? It's like, <laughs> and I'm in my car going, you well, so there's, grumpy oh. old man, you shut up. Okay, well, so there's a question, though. You said you said you don't think Mad Men is one of the greatest shows of all time. So what do you think is one of the greatest shows of all time, and how old is it? Well, no, I think that... I think there are, <laughs> You're right. The, the adventures of Ozzy and Harriet, they don't make them like that no, anymore. No, no, no. I'll defend Breaking Bad to the death. I think that's probably one of the greatest series ever created. I think... I, so I shouldn't bring up that I never really got into that. I, I, that's I've fine. That's fine. I, I I totally think that they did the perfect drama and the perfect mm. combination and, so and everything. Well, we it can is, turn that off. Is. Can you turn off the screen there? Sure. Oh, great. Yeah, there's a little off button right there. Wait, I meant this, to do that going in. This one's the least in. creepy slide. But still. <laughs> yeah, so the one of Nikki Six is the least creepy. <laughs> So no, I it's not about I don't even I'm not even thinking in terms of of the past. I mean, I'm I there's a bunch of stuff I really love right now and um do tell. Well, Breaking Bad, what's one? <laughs> Um, Understandable. I, I Did actually. You, I, um, I recall recommending the hour to you, which I think you really enjoyed. The hour on BBC, yeah, uh, it was very good. Um, the shirt, not a favorite though. Oh, I thought it was good. I okay. thought it was good. Right. I thought it was well done. I, I the 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 Cumberbatch Sherlock series oh, yeah. is phenomenal. That fantastic. writing is incredible. Moffat, uh, but uh, you know, and uh, but I, I Gatiss? huh? I said Gatiss, Gatiss. Anyway, who? Huh? Who's Gates that? McFadden? Writer? Who played you Dr. said the writers Crusher? that you liked. I, I said the two writers. Oh, <laughs> ah. I thought you said Show Gates creators. McFadden. I like The Wire. I've been catching Ooh, up on The Wire. Oh yeah, took me a while streaming to get back on Amazon Prime. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, no, I like contemporary stuff. I have no problem with that. House of Cards. House of Cards I love. I've been watching that at home, and I've become extremely bored by it. It's Mm -hmm. just, uh, to me, it's It's gone off. It's become tiresome. Yes, to to me, I don't want to, I'm not going to do any spoiler alerts, but to me, it's just, it's gotten ludicrously ridiculous. I'm kind of halfway through season two, and it's just, there's, there's just stuff that people in these positions would not be able to do without being captured. Another British remake, just to yeah, yeah, be annoying. No, 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 you definitely are. You know, um, and, and and plus, Robin White, Robin, Robin Wright, Robin Wright, Robin Wright, who plays Kevin Spacey's uh, wife, yes, with the haircut that she has and the the weird I expression like she's always wearing, she looks like Lurch on the Adams Family. She I literally she looks, looks like Ted Cassidy. I'm not kidding. <laughs> Someone right now, please take a picture of Robin Wright from House of Cards. Put it next to a picture of Ted Cassidy. I'll pick stitch that shit right now on the Adams family and tell me they don't look alike. Wow, I am positive that Lurch did not have the same kind of triceps that she's got. Probably not, but Um, just facially, they look the same. That's all I'm saying. Uh, so, um, so Mad Men is is one of them. Anybody else have a thing that they just can't get that other people seem to rave about? Did you think of one, Rob? Huh. Thanks for everybody for doing the homework. Uh, Why do I even send those emails out? Uh, well, I, we don't I, I, I don't know what everybody reads them. Well, I mean, oh, wait, that's just me. Not a pop culture thing, but I, I don't quite understand why everybody is either gloating or pissed off about the midterm elections. I mean, hmm. okay, the Republicans won. 
Yay, okay, what's going to change now? What would have been different if the Democrats won? Probably not much. Yeah. So it's going to be status quo, and yay, your, ti- your team won, Team Republican won instead of Team Edward. Yeah. But everybody is, you know. <laughs> that was the contest. There's, there's people literally gloating about this. Oh, like no, they this had is, something to do with it. This is just the build up to another two years of social media BS of people back and forth with with their opinions and their spouting of somebody else's you know news bite of whatever i am turning off facebook uh as we get closer to the november of 2016 because i can't stand it but uh, having said that somebody i saw did post something that gave the stats of every two-term democratic president um they lost the, the their party lost the midterm election in their second term. Mm. Uh, it's been tradition over time. So I guess it happened with Clinton. It happened in the past or whatever. And you're right. It's not like anything was getting done before. I don't know why we think anything's not going to get done or going to get done now. So yeah, I'm over it. Boy, politics too. Uh, right. I, Boy, I, I am over it. Now I'm, Harry I'm... Truman. Now there was a guy who got something done. <laughs> yeah. Good God, I'm 87 years old. <laughs> Yes. What's happened to me? I, I, I don't. I Time. <laughs> time. And, and it's a cruel bitch. Time is a cruel bitch. Janet. I swear it was January 1st. Wow. We hate, we hate uh, movies. We hate anything on TV. We hate Christmas. We are the hate podcast this week. It, it's gone from snark to outright. Dis- is there anything we love right now? We, we need to love something. I love Trader My little dog. Oh. I love her little dog. I love Trader Joe's low-fat cheese puffs. Ooh. I do love my wife, although I think she's getting tired of me moping around the house all the time, but I do love my wife. I I don't understand why she's still with me, but she loves me. Wow. Boy, this is... I was trying to keep it positive. Do you mind if I lay down over here and you ask me some questions <laughs> yeah, right. about my mother? Yeah, exactly. So, um... No, I, I th- we love plenty of things. We said you love Mad Men. I, yeah. I, I love no, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. No, I don't 99. love Mad Men. Love no, Mad you Man. love Breaking Bad. Yeah. I, love, I love Brooklyn Nine-Nine. It makes me smile. It makes me laugh. It's goofy. Uh, I uh, Here's something I'll defend. Do. Because I hear people tearing this down all the time. I laugh at Big Bang Theory. I don't care what anybody says. I find that I find mm. that well written. I, I think the characters are defined. I, I like the jokes. I do not find it particularly... I don't know why people are disparaging it. That is a very big hit that the rest of the mass market enjoys that I totally get. I I like it every week. Watch it every week. Laughed harder last year. Mm -hmm. I find now that the laugh track is almost to the point of annoyance. Wait, laugh track? Well, they got to have a sweetening laugh track. They have to. What, they do that? Yes, Larry. But, but I mean, it's just at this point, Jim, Jim Parsons will, say, will, will literally say something like, yes, well, the flirmit is, is on my shoulder. And just this huge laugh. And it's, it's, it's not that funny. But well, the, guy who makes me, sorry, the guy who makes me laugh on that show is Simon Hed, Hedberg. Yeah, he's who, hilarious. Who is uh, Howie. Yeah. He makes me laugh. And I'm actually finding the supporting characters now funnier than the actual lead characters. Yeah, I'd love to see him actually do his own thing because he's a really talented guy. He does impressions incredibly well. They actually centered a whole episode around that one time. Yes, and it was great. Now, do you know anyone on Earth who watches any show with the letters NCIS or CSI in them? No. No. (laughs) Anyone. Do you know anyone who watches any one of those shows yet which are consistently the top-rated network shows every single week? Who watches them? Who watches Two and a Half Men? 
Do you know anyone who watches Two and a Half Men? No, still. no. I tried watching it. Is it still it. on? Yes. Oh, yeah. It's in its final season. Yes, it's oh. Two Men, and now the next thing is a- Ashton Kutcher asks John Cryer to marry him for some plot point, and oh, that's, that's right. what the promos are right now. It actually went as far as for Halloween, they got, um, uh, they got uh, what's his name? Uh, Thank uh, you. Uh, who's the, John Cryer? They actually got John John Cryer to, to dress as Ducky. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, well, that's kind of and that 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 feels like that's way past jump the shark moment. Yeah. Seriously. All Seriously. right. I'm sorry. Ted Cassidy and Robin Wright both have bangs, <laughs> and they both say you rang. It's very true. <laughs> really? She said that on an episode last Are week. Are we posting that, Gab? I posted it to my Instagram. <laughs> All right. And I that... tagged Rob because, I mean, and I hashtag Snark Monkey, but right. I don't there know if go. they're the correct uh, tag. Right. There you go. Look now, for Bunny Roder. Bunny Roder. On the Instagram. No, did you figure out who? Oh, sorry. Say it, Gap. Say it. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Continue. Say it again. No, no. Spell it out. Spell it. Spell it. Spell it. B u n n y r o a d e r. Mm-hmm. On the Instagram. And what's your phone number? Yeah. All right. So he's been trying that for years. Let's wrap things up. All right. Did you find out who Miskel Spillman was? I I have no idea. Are you? I've got it handy. I've got the Wikipedia up. All right. Let's wrap this up. This is the big. This, this is the big they, reveal. Oh, this wow. is the ultimate good, trivia. Good God, that's Hold sad. on, let me let me cue up. Uh, but also amazing. You guys won't get this, but let me cue up "Baby Blue" by uh, Badfinger. Well, sure. Why? What? <laughs> that's the final song in Breaking Bad. <laughs> right. I make myself laugh. <laughs> Clearly. Who is Miskel Spielman? Spillman. Spillman. She. Yeah. She. I've, uh... Damn it. This I've bothers lost, me. I've lost the thing about oh, it, but he's the anyone she. can. She. I thought it was a he. No, the anyone can host winner yes. of a Saturday Night Live contest. Oh my yes. god! In before I was born, from yes. that weird season. Well, it, it was the original cast, right? Oh, it was. Yeah, it was about '76. They had an any anyone can host contest because they did another one later. I remember. I did not yeah, know that, but oh. the winner was this. 80-some-odd-year-old grandmother from the Midwest named Miskel Spillman, and she hosted the show. Uh, can't remember anything else about it. I'm I, sure if you go to YouTube, you'll find it. I don't know. There are certain episodes you can't find anymore, and it's I don't true. think they put that one up. But Miskel Spillman is the answer to the ultimate trivia contest. If you wow. ever, ever need to win a drink at a bar or something <laughs> like that, you say, who was the winner of the mid-1970s Saturday Night Live Anyone Can Host contest, where they picked someone out of the United States of America to host. The who answer is? who is Miskel Spillman. Now I have a couple other ultimate trivia questions, but I don't think we have time for them today. We uh, can do uh, them another you, time. Do it, do it, do it. Are you sure? Yes. All right. Am I going to get free drinks out of it? Uh, it's very possible. Okay. Uh, after Animal House came out, all three major networks did yes. did t- TV shows set in college dorms. ABC did Delta House mm-hmm. with some of the original cast. But can you name NBC and CBS's versions, Not which all lasted like two episodes? Yeah, I, I feel like one of them was called Brothers and Sisters. You are correct, sir. I wow. do not remember the other one. The other one was Coed Fever. <laughs> and I think Mary Crosby might have been up. in it. No, I think Mary Crosby starred in right. one of them. I think you're right. And then the other one is on Gilligan's Island. Oh, my God. <laughs> name the fictional rock band that washed up on the island. 
which had the castaways putting on beetle wigs and performing for them. I remember that. Yes. So there's a name of the fictional band and the name of the actual, the actual band. band that a played band them. played that yes. band. Yes. I do not know. Okay. This actually saved my life in college, this question. It kept me from getting beat up, and I am not kidding. The name of the band was the Mosquitoes on the show, and the real life band was the Wellingtons. <laughs> That actually kept me from That's getting take up space in my brain. Beat up Damn. in college. Coed Fever starred David Keith, Heather <laughs> Heather Thomas. Oh, wow. Shut up. And you're making that up. The theme music was composed by the Bergmans and Henry Mancina. <laughs> Henry Mancini. So that means Mary Crosby was in Brothers and Sisters. Probably, yeah. Wow. I'm done. I've got nothing left now. All right. I'm spent. And it lasted six episodes. Um <laughs> Good night, Miskel Spielman. Um, <laughs> She's long dead. Good night. I know, 1992. Yes. And thank you, Snark Monkeys. Gab, where can we find you? Bunny Rotor on the on Instagram. On the Twitters and the Instagrams. All right. And uh, Rob the Iceman Eisenberg. Um, I don't tweet, but when I do tweet, it's at Iceman Tweeteth. You need to tweet more often. Yeah, Tweeteth more often. I know. I have other things going on right now. Follow us on at the Snark Monkey and check out the other uh, interviews coming up on snarkmonkey.net. Please thank you for joining us. We'll see you next week, everybody. And uh, get a monkey. 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 We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.